This podcast is sponsored by Enriched. Now, if you're a regular listener to the show, then you'll know that I'm not a big fan of Big Pharma. So I do everything I can to try and stay out of their sickness subscription system. And a key component in my daily arsenal is a dose of what I'm calling the White Basement Lion King Super Stack. First, chugga mushroom, known as the king of mushrooms for a reason. Its potent antioxidant, antiviral, immune-supporting properties make it the most studied medicinal mushroom on earth. And although there can be only one king, the king wears a mane, a lion's mane. Brain-boosting, neuron-sharpening, cognition-enhancing, lion's mane is the perfect partner for King Chaga and the second half of the Lion King Super Stack. For me, it's the perfect start to my day helping me to go hard and go home. Go to enriched.co, that's E-N-R-I-C-H-D.co, and use the discount code WHITEBASEMENTPOD to get a 10% discount site-wide. Start your day like a king. Go to Enriched and grab the Lion King Super Stack now. As soon as it blows up, man, and it blew up, man. I mean, like, my, my socials just went through the roof. Um, I was getting, like... I remember doing like a, an open mic night at Ronnie Scott's and um, at the time I was like famous in Stevenage, right? <laughs> but but nowhere, I didn't know I was like anywhere else. Like I was on papers and stuff, but I didn't realise anyone would recognise me. And we was going over to Ronnie Scott's and I remember saying to my friend at the time, uh, he said, you, you're going to get noticed over here, man. Like you, you're ready for that in London. I was like... I'm not going to get noticed in London, bruv. No one knows me in London. Like, what are you talking about? Like, this just a little show thing that's come out. Like, this is nothing. I'm, I'm not famous here. And um, we, we parked up just outside Ronnie Scott's and his cop car drives past um, and uh, winds down, asks us to wind down the window. And he's like, oh, man. Like, we load a black and brown guy. He's like, in a car. He's like, oh, okay, we're getting sweated here. And he winds down the window and he goes, are you that bloke off the voice, mate? <laughs> No way. Like I made it in London. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the White Basement Podcast. I am joined tonight by my friend Will and my friend Nadim. What's happening? And uh, we're going to discuss whatever we decide to discuss. (laughs) We had like a real quick, uh, what we're going to talk about and it was like, don't know. Yeah. And then maybe the radical left. Maybe. And the radical right. Maybe. Both of the yeah. Or maybe Pizza Express. Maybe what? Picking what, up takeaways. Yeah, maybe a small kind of uh, review of the local eateries. Yeah, so, <laughs> so let's, let's do that. So you two, so you two haven't, uh, haven't seen each other for how long? Like, we worked it out, didn't it? It took 2014? Yeah, so like, yeah, seven, eight years, man. And then you just had a pizza at Pizza Express? Yeah, just caught up. So first first thing is, what did you have on your pizza? Well, we didn't actually have pizza. Yeah. Just had starters. My wife filled me with curry before I left, so I was half full. And I remembered I'm really fat, so... (laughs) (laughs) So a beer and a starter. When you sat down or before you sat down? No, just when he said about starters, I was like, yeah, that's the best idea. Just to have something small, Nadim, yeah. So that was it, no pizza? No pizza, no pizza. Had I have gone for a pizza, though, it would have definitely been the spicy Giuseppe. Oh, good choice. Yeah, Yeah, I like a spicy. I'd have got a calzone just for old time's sake. Yeah. yeah. You know, you know, I, I always think that I like a calzone 
or calzone yeah. or whatever, however you call it. But then whenever I get it, I'm always like a little bit disappointed. <laughs> yeah, that the, that the middle is not kind of crispy and, you know, like the pepperoni or yeah, whatever yeah. hasn't cooked up nicely. So I always think, I always think, oh, I'm going to get calzone. Then when I get it, I'm always like, fuck, I should have got a pizza. Should have just told him, don't, don't fold it. I guess some of the stuff boils, doesn't it? Like, yeah, that's what so I mean. Yeah, it's yeah. a little some bit. Some of the pepperoni in that is just like boiled pepperoni yeah, yeah. instead of it, that crispy stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. But it was interesting because I was, I was saying to Will, like, um, like, yeah, we hadn't seen each other in a long time. Um, but, um, yeah, I like I've got into this thing, which I talked about in the last podcast, of not actually really like making choices anymore. I'm not really making decisions, you know, like kind of just letting be, you know, letting whatever happen, happen. And I asked you for a recommendation, like for a local place. And you was like, yeah, yeah. You could have said anywhere, right? But you said like Pizza Express. As soon as I got into Pizza Express, I was like, oh man, like me and Will used to go to this, (laughs) we used to go to this place in Switzerland, like we we, we were in Switzerland together. Ristorante Cotillard. That's the one, man. (laughs) Sometimes things got a bit intense and we'd have to like, like where we were staying was like this flat where everyone could just hear what was going on. So like, yeah, we had to sometimes go and have like private conversations. <laughs> it was known as doing a courty, like going for a courty for <laughs> the court of Arlo. And I was like, well, you know, how amazing, man. What are the chances that the first meal we have is sitting down to a pizza? Like, yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's what you, what, but yeah. so you would have had the pizza back in the day? Yeah. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah or yeah. a calzone. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which is tuna, tuna and onion. And onions. Yeah. Is what? Tuna and onions on a pizza. Yeah. Lovely. It's yeah. actually one of the nicest pizzas there is. Tin tuna. Dope. No, oh, no, no, I don't think that. Do you know what? I think it might have been tin tuna. Yeah. I don't know. Was it them? I don't like tin tuna. But- <laughs> Do you know the thing with tin tuna? But these tuna? Italian boys doing it, man. Like this is like the proper pizza, man. Like yeah. It remo- it, the smell reminds me of cat food. I know what you mean. Yeah. It's a bit. It's a bit super yeah. fishy. Yeah. Super fishy. Super fishy. <laughs> super fishy. Superficially fishy. <laughs> but speaking of super fishy-ish, we went to uh, Rome a couple of weekends okay. ago. Yeah. I think I might have seen you, you after me, yeah. I came back. That's yeah. Right, yeah. And Gosha, my wife, loves truffles. Wow. So we went to this truffle restaurant. Yeah. I'm not even a big fan. Mm-hmm. And they had a tasting menu that was like everything with truffles. Man, I tell you, if anyone puts a truffle near me ever again, mm. <laughs> I'm going to punch them. You know when you just... When you eat too much of something, too, yeah, and, and then you're like, uh, I can never have that again. Yeah, that's yeah, I got yeah, ten. Again. I got a ten year window. Like, <laughs> don't bring it near me. Yeah. Man, that was uh, yeah, that was intense. So, uh, so tell me about the radical left. Let's get off the pizza yeah, well, and onto yeah. the current yeah. affairs. You kind of asked me, like, you know, what what do we want to, what do I want to talk about, and you know, being on a podcast, like, what's on my mind, you know, like, where am I at? Um, is is really that that kind of relationship with um yeah with with my journey actually you know through i guess what you would call uh being an anarchist you know um and and then kind of being into i guess like a lot of left-wing stuff and i still see myself as like more like left-wing um but yeah there's this thing that's been going on for i mean potentially since like the 80s, 90s, really, you know, slowly, but slowly, but surely, um, where, you know, I didn't realise what was happening, but um, people like obviously Jordan Peterson, like this intellectual dark web that's kind of out there, which I guess this podcast is going to become uh, a, a crucial part of. Less intellectual dark web. <laughs> <laughs> Mildly intellectual, yes, exactly. But yeah, it's it's like alarming, man, for me. Um, and you know, at one point I had a, 
I lived in this like shared house and I painted the wall black with uh, a massive red star in the middle, you know, having no idea like what I was, it just was cool, I guess. I used to wear <laughs> Che Guevara t-shirts. Like, I mean, I was from I the, from the 90s, do you know what yeah. I mean? So it was like, yeah, of course. And all about that. And over the last like five, six years, like I've had an education in, in political history, you know? Mm. Um, and yeah, man, it's, it's really concerning for me. Um, really concerning i think more so than 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 the right um you know i mean like i was talking to will about this on the phone and um the fit and this this comes straight from peterson of course it does but you know it, it's it's like we know that the left and the right can go too far right we know that the right can go too far because we've seen it in nazi germany you know um and um but and we also know when they've gone too far as well you know um mm. the slightest mention of um, you know, Mosley or like, you know, when we start talking about race and we start talking about that sort of thing. It's mm -hmm. like, no, they get no quarter, you mm -hmm. know, anymore. It's like, shut that down straight away because we know where that goes to, <laughs> right? Um, yet I, I was never aware of the fact that, you know, of, of Stalinist Russia. I don't think most people growing up in England, you know, are really taught about that in certainly in kind of primary and secondary mm -hmm. education. Um, so I never knew about Stalinist Russia. I never knew about Maoist China. I never knew about North Korea, you know, and um, these are all like far left dictatorships. And the, the thing that was really alarming to me is that the left can go too far and it looks actually more murderous than, um, you know, than, than Nazi Germany, you know, um, than the worst atrocities that we're taught in, in school. Um, but would you say and Nazi Germany and that movement was far right or it was actually kind of... It was a kind of a combination yeah, of both, yeah. really, Because it was it? a socialist party it was initially, right? Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't even what you would classically consider far right. No. Although maybe it ended up looking more like that. It was a very unique kind of situation in terms of that, you know. But looking at, like, the far left, um, you know, I, I... Yeah, man, like, it's worrying because... There's there's this thing happening at the moment that I see it all around, like this kind of attack on on you know free speech, like cancel cultures, this huge thing, um, and you know, it's like a very Peterson, subtle game. very subtle man, yeah. and Peterson said it back in the day, like you know that that we know that the left can go too far. It's just we don't really know like when it goes too far. And his point was that when you start mandating speech, mm. i.e., that was Bill C sixteen in Canada, um, that's when it goes too far. So he knew like back then that mm. this is this is this is the signs of it. And man, what I see going on uh, at the moment, you know, is is just it's just nuts, man. It's just nuts. Like we we don't know what's true anymore, you know? Oh, very much. I mean the the thing the thing that that I um, that I always consider to be important when we're when we're looking at these sorts of things, especially at the moment, is yeah. who's funding it? Where's the money coming from? Mm -hmm. Because you it, it became very obvious during the COVID stuff mm -hmm. that there was one side of the debate which was. The vaccines are untested, mm -hmm. where COVID came out of a lab funded by the Americans, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And literally, you couldn't say that. Mm. If you said that yeah. on any kind of social yeah, media right. platform, you would right. be disappeared. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. they would try to disappear your bank account and everything else. Like literally, yeah. you just evaporate. Mm. Whereas on the flip side, 
you could say whatever craziness you wanted mm-hmm. that, that supported the narrative. And it was like, yep, you can be on, you know, BBC at nine o'clock every night yeah. talking about all this madness. <laughs> I've just given my four-year-old an untested vaccine. Great. All the airplay you want. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. And so, you know, I think I think the same thing with, with this sort of radical left... Um, cancel culture wokeism which which is becoming green agenda and all of this stuff is who's funding it who's Mm. funding it and why are they funding it because in terms of the the left in a traditional sense they don't have any money Mm. you know they're 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 communists socialists whatever Mm. everyone's Mm. equal everyone just has a little you know two loaves of bread and some milk and a chicken (laughs) or whatever so how does how does that side get funded with billions mm. and tens of billions and hundreds of billions to to do what they want to do? Mm. Where's where does the money come from? And if um, if it is being sponsored, then what's the end game? Where are we going? That's that's yeah. you know what I find myself always asking is like where are we going? What's happening next? Where mm. are we getting? steered into or, or mm. pushed into. Is it a human experiment? Are, are we just, is it, do you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's a really weird thing. Are people just experiment, experimenting with us? Do you know what I mean? It's just like, let's do this and see what happens. Or is there a, is there a thought process behind it? Is, I, I don't. Well, who? If you say, if you say, is it a human experiment? Who's running the experiment? That that kind of would be my same question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who decided? Okay, we're gonna try this. Like, who are those people? I mean, for, for me, like, I, I get. You know, my answer today is I haven't got a clue. Right? I mean, I, I don't know. Like, we could, you know, and, and I don't think anyone ever would. Right? Because I mean, with with agendas like that that I'm aware have been, you know, the case. Like, it's very well hidden. Um, but I mean, for me, it's like it kind of takes things down. Um, more of a sort of conspiratorial route, do you know what I mean? When, when we start talking about that kind of thing, not that we shouldn't yeah. talk about it, we actually absolutely should. Um, but for me, it's more about like, what is happening? What are we allowing in our society, right? Um, like on a societal level. Um, and one of the most like eye-opening things I, I watched, I can't remember the name of the guy, um, I can maybe put some links over to you, um, but was this ex-KGB um, uh, operative um, that was legit, you know, um, fact checked or whatever. You can check that out. Yeah. Not that I like fact checking thing because you know who's <laughs> checking the facts, right? Um, but it's like this guy was was ex KGB and he's been talking about how yeah, man, we we've been doing this since the eighties. We've been slowly like putting a you know when you think about the free west yeah that that kind of free western society um you've been at war we like, we've been at war with russia and stuff and we didn't want communism um but what we've been doing is slowly dismantling the idea of western society For, and when you know man rogan talks about it now this is not news do you know what i mean this is not new information man these russian troll farms and stuff it's all radical left ideology now when you look at our society today it's like uh, when when Putin made those attacks on Ukraine, you know, I was extraordinarily worried um, because I rolled the tape forward and I was like, if we get involved and we go to war, like, and we get involved in this, like, where is our society at in order to support like a war like that? 
And where we are is filled with radical left ideology. Do you know what I mean? Like that the group is more important than mm -hmm. the individual. Yeah. Um, that um, it's all about my feelings. It's all about rights and privileges instead of like responsibilities. Like it's all about, um, you know, again, like this kind of, and there was memes on, on, on Facebook and on social media about like, you know, people doing TikToks about- um, Being offended. People, yeah, being, yeah. people, people getting being offended. offended. Exactly. You're not allowed to offend anyone anymore. You're not allowed to offend it, yeah. Right. Shit, you offend someone and, and, yeah. and you get yeah. put away. Well, like, you, are, you, are, you are allowed to offend somebody as long as you belong to the hierarchy of, um, you know, the hierarchy of, of, of oppressed, right? Right, okay. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, if, you're, if you've got like, I don't know, man, like if you're a black, female, gay, disabled Once, person. Oh, yeah, there, that's fine. Oh, then then yeah, you yeah, can yeah, speak. You can throw like, then right. you can speak. But if you're a, like a white, straight male, then like, you, yeah, you can't talk. Although you, you do, you do even start to see now, I don't know, probably it was again Jordan Peterson who even said it, but it's like the left eats itself. Yeah, it does. Because you get, you get this person who is non-binary, disabled, mm. this, that, and then mm. suddenly... They're not non-binary, disabled, black, yeah, short in, enough. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. They're like, hey, you're <laughs> over four foot. Yeah. There's people that are three foot. Yeah. That's a hate crime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. four foot people, they've yeah. got privilege over the three foot people. It's like, it, where well, does it, it, it end? It's, 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 well, it, it ends It ends <laughs> in an individual. That's where it ends. Because like we're all so focused on, on these groups. And of course, it gets more diverse and more diverse. And, and you know, further down the line, it goes. And actually, where it ends up is like, so you started off believing that the group, like your group identity was like m the most important thing. But actually when you like roll that forward, it ends up back at being an individual mm. because you can't put people into groups like that. There's all, you know, and it, it, yeah, man, it's, it's nuts. And the, the thing that I'm, I'm most kind of worried about in, in today's society is the, the fact that you, you, we're getting closer and closer to like these hate crimes, you know, just being able, just by saying mm. um, how you feel, you know, and, like I was listening to a woman that grew up in um, in communism and remembers what it was like for their father to be arrested um, because they spoke out mm -hmm. um, against the party and was overheard um, in a shopping center and they were arrested mm -hmm. um, and they did some time in prison and then they came back out and it was this double um, sort of schizophrenic um, attitude that they had around him. So in, in public, and this is what's important, man, this is what we're experiencing now. In public, they were very much like ostracizing this person. Oh, we can't speak to you because like you, you, you were against the party. So publicly they were like that. But then they come around to their house and have dinner and they're like, you know what, like I actually really agree with what you said. And when you look at that, it's like that's exactly what we're experiencing in society today. It, it is. Because we've it's got a lot of that. So much of that, man. Yeah, I mean, I find, you know, even myself, I, don't, I mean, I kept, for, for as an example, I had my Twitter just set to you cannot post. You know, mm. you can just set yeah, it yeah. to like you yeah. can't post. So I could like write messages, but then I couldn't send them. Because right. I was like, I can't, I can't post what I want to post yeah. because something's going <laughs> to <gonna> go wrong, <laughs> right? I mean, it's not going to go well, yeah. which is kind of terrible because it wasn't, I wasn't saying like, I want to kill this person. I yeah, think they yeah, should yeah. Sure. die and be burned and their family should. It, you were it, just putting shit Yeah, out. I was just putting yeah. stuff like that is <laughs> yeah. a load of nonsense. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. You're a Muppet, blah de blah Yeah. Mm. But I was like, no, nah, I, I know what's going to happen if I put that. Mm. Someone's like, well, why are you calling this person a Muppet? You know, mm. they're disabled. Well, I wasn't talking about that. I was no. talking about what they wrote. Yeah, yeah. They wrote something stupid and I was pointing out it was stupid. Mm. I mean, it's, it's, really, it's really like a, not a good... 
situation when you do have to self-censor because yeah. that is kind of like exactly that example with the with the communism in russia i mean the difference it's it's quite ironic because i think when you go back to 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 those sorts of times russia or poland or east germany or whatever mm. they had to have like a very intensive operation to listen to what everyone was saying mm -hmm. you know you needed your KGB guys and then you're like little informers and then this and that and yeah. try and get the school kids to talk about their parents. Now everyone, everyone just writes everything on social media. Absolutely, like, <laughs> let me write down exactly what I think about the government. Oh, yeah. yeah, put him on the list. Yeah. Like, they yeah. <laughs> don't have We're to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've got like Zuckerberg and I know Jack Dorsey doesn't own Twitter anymore. Do you know what I mean? But people like that, you know, you've got these guys that have become the owners of, of that exact thing, man. That's, you know, it's mad. Yes, it's... Did you see that? I saw this meme the other day. Um, it was it a tick. This guy was talking about TikTok. Mm. Um, I think it was. I can't. I didn't see where his country, but he had. I mean, he was. He had a some kind of turban thing on. Okay, yeah. So I can't. I, I didn't catch where he was from. <laughs> was watching right, but the fact that the point he was making out was that um, that in China when they when the Chinese watch their TikToks, they see kids of excellence that's right they watch people playing the piano yes. artists yeah. da, da, da. they get all these and we get fucking some yeah. dude with a cycling dog we yeah. get the dumb shit yeah. they that's feed right. the, there's right. an algorithm that sends the dumb shit to For us sure yeah. and all their kids are looking at this stuff about how to be brilliant how to be yeah. the best and, you can and be they, and they literally have like a like a time lock. I was going to say that. For those lock. guys, yeah, they, yeah. They, the kids can it's only rationed. watch it for right, like yeah. an hour and then it just shuts off. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas here it's like, come on, just a bit more. Go to bed a bit later. <laughs> <Yeah>. Dumb, stupid <laughs> and Westerners. That's, and that's, that's a real, really good example, you know, because you've got like this heavily kind of communist country, do you know what I mean? That's operating on like a social credit score and stuff yeah. like that. That have created this software, launched it into the West, you know, and we've all lapped it up. Um, I mean... I have I don't really understand like terms and like you know the way that these terms and conditions work, but I've seen the list of of the terms and conditions like the what you're actually giving away, the fact that like um, I mean it's basically like Chinese spyware, man. Yeah, I mean I, I, know, I don't use TikTok, no. but I mean I use everything else, yeah, yeah. so I can't really. But you know. what what you're giving away, like so they they've got that to start with, and then they're just feeding you absolute nonsense, mm. feeding you drivel, man, and. But dude, people are I making can't. it. The, the worst is there are people around the world making that dribble. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in the, the hope that I, I have stupid can I look in order to get 10 million hits. Yeah. It's like it's just crazy. Yeah, I was I, I was I'm always like late to the new social media thing. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm always like, yeah, man, I'm on I'm on Facebook and then everyone's <laughs> like everyone's on Instagram. Like, what's Instagram? <laughs> but I remember like when I first became aware of TikTok, it was through someone showing me, you know, these videos of people get out of their moving car and do this dance. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah. I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Like do people watch that? Like you get out of your car while it's driving and then you do a dance and get back in apart from the videos where the car crashes or hits something <laughs> yeah. or the person falls over. And, the, and yeah, <laughs> that yeah was, people it. were doing that. Yeah. I mean, it's really, um, you know, it's like, it's like I think the same thing that we've got with our politicians at the moment. I don't know if you've seen that video of, um, it's a guy, he sounds like Danny Dyer and he's just doing a quick rundown of Liz Truss's like, 10, 15 things that she said. Right. He's like, oh, mate, we're in trouble here. And then there's another little clip and whatever. But I mean, the, the caliber of politicians generally, like I don't know whether it's just because I'm getting older or I pay a bit more attention than I used to do or whatever, but it seems like they are spineless, feckless, 
Mm. Morons. <laughs> like, really, like, is this... The best we've got. Yeah, like, have you got... Is <laughs> CJD? Have you got CJD? No, you're just a real person. Like, what is going on? Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know what the answer to it is because you, you almost... Um, let you the always, artists let the artists be in control. Well, yeah, because you almost need um, that exactly that because you yeah. you almost need like a, some kind of system. Like I mean, like the closest thing is like jury service. Mm. It's like you get something in the email that says you're in charge yeah. of uh, right. defence for yeah. the next year. You can defer it once because your wife's pregnant or you're going through chemo or whatever. Yeah. But otherwise, it's like jury service. No, you, you've got you're, to, you've got you're to in charge of defence for a year. You'll have some advisors and whatever. Mm. But anyone who wants to do it, no. Mm. Anyone who says, oh, I want to do that job, no, you can't have it. It's got to be only people who don't want it. Yeah, yeah. Because the people who want it are like the most over-ambitious, yeah, under-talented, yeah. greedy, self-centred, greasy pole climbing. <laughs> it's, they're, just, just, they're just like disgusting people. You know when you hear them speak and you're just like, oh, I need to like scrub. I need to scrub my ears with, what's that, that really caustic soap, you know? Ajax. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I need to bleach my brain after yeah. listening to these people. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's no good. But I mean, it just, we just seem to be going a little bit further and further and further in that direction. Although I don't know whether you saw this Italian lady who's just uh, got the, Premiership or president or whatever in in Italy, no. and they and they already labelled her as fascist far right, right because she basically came out and did this speech saying, "Yeah, but everyone gets labelled that nowadays." So I'm not I'm not like mega shocked by that. Right, but but, but you but know you on. know what she said? <laughs> she said we're going to support the family, we're going to support marriage, we're going to support Christian values in a Christian country, right. L like literally okay. all the things that you'd be like, that sounds awesome. And they were, and they were like, she's a fascist. She's yeah. far That's right. What I'm saying, they man. had like these American, you know, journalists in Italy, like, you know, this sounds like. Obviously, it was a uh, fifty years ago, but sounds a bit like Mussolini. It's like right. it doesn't really sound like Mussolini. <laughs> no, it just sounds like someone who's saying because she said like the literally about the World Economic Forum. She's like, we don't want that sure. bullshit here. Sure, we we want to be Italians in Italy yeah. and just go back to our core values. Yeah, and I think um, is is uh, Ursula von der Leyen, the EU, the the, mm -hmm. the president or whatever. She basically said like. You get in line or you get taken out. <laughs> like, pretty much. Like, I mean, coming back to, to a little bit what we were saying at the beginning with um, the Ukraine stuff. Yeah. I don't know whether you saw they, it was yesterday or overnight or whatever, that they blew up the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. Yeah. So, so Putin's pipeline that goes from Russia through Ukraine, I think, yeah. Yeah. under the Baltic Sea or whatever, it, there was two explosions... And now it's gone. screwed. You see, this is why, like, I, I get, my wife hates this. Or like, she, she talks to me about it all the time. Bloody Peterson. She's like, bloody Jordan Peterson. But I'm like, uh, my brother sent me this the other day. And I was like, yeah, you're so right. I literally think he's the last sane person in the world. Right? I mean, like, other than, you know, present company. <laughs> 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 but, like, he literally went on Piers Morgan the other, literally a few days ago. You know, that was launched. He said, um, P, um, like, Piers Morgan was like, what do you think he's going to do? And he's like, well, 
I know what I would do. Yeah. Turn off the pipeline straight away. And everyone's like, oh, really? Like, is he really going to do that? Like, and of course he's going to do that. And look, that is exactly what he's done. Well, but interestingly, what, what it, I mean, obviously it's all conjecture at the moment, but mm. the, the stuff that I've been seeing is that A, turning it off is different from blowing it up. Yeah, no, Because if you turn of it off, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. can't turn it back on. Yeah, you can't yeah. say, right, and, you know, if you do this, we'll yeah. give you gas. Like, that's, it's gone. No, it's gone, yeah. But yeah. there's there's two videos which you, you they're easy to find. One of Victoria Newland, who's the, I think she was the Under Secretary of State. She, basically, she organised, like, the invasion of Iraq, mm -hmm. the... Syria, everything bad that's happened where they killed millions of mm, it was CV. was her. She 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 um, ran the first overthrow of Ukraine and all of that stuff. Yeah. So there's a video of her from like a year ago saying, um, if Putin like goes into Ukraine, we're going to get rid of Nord Stream two. And then there's this other video which is <laughs> the, the most you know because he's because he's so Alzheimer'd up of Biden mm. saying, well, you know, if if Putin goes into Ukraine, there won't be a Nord Stream 2. And then the reporter's like, well, but, but how can you say that? Because it goes like from Russia under the sea and he's like, you don't worry about it. I'm telling you, there won't be a Nord Stream 2. Mm. And it's like, yeah, they probably just blew it up mm. because they're like, A, now Putin doesn't have that the bargaining chip because right. he's like he doesn't have the gas to turn on or turn off because right. it's just all bubbling it's up through up, the yeah, sea yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. But also, interestingly, is that now you've got that severe lack of energy supply into Europe, mm. Germany, or all, all these places. And this is what Jordan Peterson kind of was alluding to that mm. you're going to have 350 million people in fuel poverty. Yeah over this winter yeah. fuel poverty means you can't put the heating on yeah. man if you're old you're mm. you're screwed and then i wonder how like when we're faced with that like i wonder how many people that are kind of pushing this climate change agenda i wonder how they're going to feel about it when they're going to have to start burning fossil fuels in their garden or burning their relatives <laughs> in their fireplace right speaking of fossil fuels right, right gps what is up with that Okay, so today yes. to get to get here, right? Come mm. again. It's like first the first thing I, did, I put the um, to meet you at uh, yeah. Pizza, Pizza Express, Express, right? The first thing it says it's going to take me thirty three minutes, and then it says I've got a better route for you, and I was like, oh, okay, better route. Press that forty three minutes. <laughs> why is it take? Why are they adding ten minutes of extra fuel consumption to you, my journey? You, you go yeah. past all the billboards, yeah, <laughs> McDonald's, Pfizer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, did you get that like, thing route. that said? Have you seen this advert? I'm like, it's, it's yeah, ridiculous, yeah. and they and they've now got a little. Um, have you seen a little green leaf on on Google? What's that little green leaf? So it says forty three miles to yes. go. What's the green leaf? I does saw that it mean yesterday? Does that mean you're taking a really Green route. No, now. It, no. I, I, I needed to. I needed to to do maps yesterday. Yeah. And it and it said like Shout this. Out ways. This way, yeah. Ways is, is supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. But I tell you about my ways kind of story. It's owned by it? Google though, so. But it says like this is a this is, you'll you'll use less petrol going this way. Why is it taking long? Why is it ten like, minutes more then? I'm going to take the other route. Yeah, Thank yeah. You very much. <laughs> That's fine for me. But you know, my my my. I didn't even know what Waze was. Like I said, you know, I'm always a bit behind on the. Oh, there's this new thing called Waze. Oh, yeah. wow! I just found it. it. Came out eight years ago. Really? I just <laughs> but I, I I had to do uh, one of those driving awareness courses. Oh yeah, I did one on Monday. Oh yeah, mate, yeah the guy yeah. was telling me about Waze. Was yeah. telling us about Waze. I was like, yeah, you know. Oh yeah, I'm listening. It sounds really good. Yeah, very good. 
Did you do yours online as well? They're just all online now. Yeah. I did I did have to do one before a long time ago, probably like I went to a hotel ten years ago. Yeah. Ten years ago. Marriott. I'm thinking to myself, I'm paying the same fucking money. <laughs> right? And I went to a hotel. Do you before. know, I must have been like a week a week behind you on the other one and a month in front of you on this one. Man, we synchronise. I've never done one. I've been I've been invited to do them on a number of occasions. But, uh, oh, so yeah. how do you how do you avoid? Uh, well, I didn't avoid. Um, I just, I just got banned for totting up points. <laughs> oh, really? So it, apparently, yeah, yeah. Apparently, they, they you just keep up. getting them. They ban you. Yeah, oh, I, right. I thought it was a right touch as well. Like I, because it all happened at the time <laughs> when I went into rehab. Like they banned me from driving. I was like, I don't care. I'm going into rehab for Beautiful. like six months, and uh, I'm going to be like on a flipping power. oyster card. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> fight the power, man. Um, and then they wrote to me um, when I was like a year into into recovery, and they were like, "Oh, your your driver's license ban is up." And I was like, "Oh crap! Like I forgot about that." Amazing. And I was like, "Cool." So I phoned them up, and they're like, <laughs> so "Yeah, yeah." Like Five in your pocket. Right, right. I was like, "Oh, I've got <laughs> a driver's license ban. I forgot about that." And then I was like, "Okay, cool." And then I went and looked on my driver's license. You know, you can look at it online. Yeah, yeah. And it's like you got no points. And I was like, yeah. "Sweet!" Like it's clear. I think I paid sixty pounds to get the license, or whatever. And I was like, "Sweet, no problem at all." Like I've been clear. And that was easy. You just ignore them and then like they ban you and then you wait a little while and then you get your license back then i went to buy a car about a year later um and for like an audi a4 that was like 400 pounds um <laughs> first of all there was i've never ever experienced this where just nobody would insure me yeah. um and i think the cheapest quote i got for insurance was about three grand oh, um yeah one company wanted 10 grand i was like bro you do realize this car is like worth 400 pounds but yeah, yeah. So don't top up, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, pay but, your fine. But if you do, yeah. either go into rehab or yeah. go to prison exactly. while, <laughs> while you're banned. That's always my advice. Yeah, and then yeah. you won't miss it. And then, exactly, you know, yeah. Yeah, nice. I am being so... Does sarcasm like transpire with a podcast? <laughs> well, you know. It does now. So what, what happened with your insurance in the end? Oh, I just paid it, man. I was but like, you know much? what? It's going to be a year. I think it was like £2,300. And I just paid it in monthly installments. So I just swallowed it because I was like, there's no way that I'm going to be able to like get this back. What it was is that you have to... Do, so the way that they get you is that you have... Um, uh, officially, I've got like nothing on my license. But of course, they asked for the previous five years. So it's like... Well, so I you got... Screwed. So, so you, I, had to, I had to declare... You got to do like a little bit more time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You've got to go do five to years. My advice is not just go to rehab, but go to rehab for six years. <laughs> go to rehab for the time that it takes for the statute of limitations to... to, to yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I just swallowed it, man. I oh, was like, you man. know what, let me just... And I'll is it still, is it, you still got no, crazy No, no, a year after, go, I've now got a note. Goes like, back to normal. I, straight after a year, I had a, a year's no claim bonus. Um, and then of course, um, yeah, you don't have to do... I think it was like, it was, no, it was, yeah, it was two years, I think, after the initial... Um, was it two years? Yeah, maybe two and a half years. I think when I first got my car insurance after the the last, um, what do they call it? The last like fine, endorsement. basically endorsement. Comes that's off. it. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, I just waited like a couple of years, and it just it just went down. But it went down straight away after I got a year's no claims bonus because mm. I was going into. It's almost like you're going in as a fresh as a brand new driver. Yeah. yeah. So that's how they look at you. It's yeah. Like you've just passed your test. Yeah, because like insurance for for kids are what now yeah. is is unbelievably expensive yeah yeah it's mad they're, it's paying, they're paying two and a half grand and they'll man. pay it though yeah yeah i mean my my, my friend the guy that i was working with he just he, he wasn't super young but he had just passed his test mm. and i think he was on you know he was in like a 1.1 liter micro something yeah. you know like proper yeah. 45 miles an hour top whack <laughs> 
and he had to have one of those collision boxes. Oh, the black box. Yeah, yeah. just just to get insurance. Yeah. And his insurance was still like two grand or something yeah. for that year. Yeah, and he was saying that he, um, when he was reversing out of his mum's, he just clipped this wall. And it was like literally he clipped the wall and then his mobile was like, you know, ding, 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 ding. And he was like, stop the car, answer the phone. Did you just crash your car? And it was like, no. And they're like, we think you did. With the insurance no, company? Yeah. Hey. Yeah, like 30 seconds. He said, they, wow. they just, the phone rang and I was like, I wonder who hey. that is. Did you just crash your car? <laughs> Fucking nuts, isn't it? Oh That's another 500 pound. Yeah. It's another 500 yeah. pound yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got, he got hammered for it. For, Come, just for, you know. Yeah. Come back or well, all's forgiven, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, wow. Do you know, I, I never got to the end of 1984. I read, I'm so bad at reading books. Yeah, yeah. Podcasts I can listen to, movies I can watch, whatever, but yeah. I'm so bad at reading. It just, for some reason, it makes me feel tired. I, I always get the ending confused as well because um, I watched Brazil. So I watched the movie and I've listened to the audio book as well, um, but I've watched Brazil as well, which is based on 1984. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the ending to Brazil is totally different to the ending of 1984. But yeah. But at the end of yeah. the, the book, he kind of gives in and gives into the system yeah, right? yeah yeah pretty much yeah i think yeah. i think there's there's gonna be a case of that coming up isn't it it's like well I, I don't know i mean it was i think it was pretty um through the through the um scandemic i think that was pretty sort of hardcore like are you gonna give in that was orwellian man that was like a boot stamping in the face of humanity for the end of time and like, a lot of people like didn't that. a lot of people were like yeah I mean, we, we, I don't know whether one of you guys, we talked about it, about going down to the protests yeah. Yeah, and just yeah. seeing yeah, yeah. like so many people. Mm. And I was like, actually, you know what? There is, there is a lot of people. But it's, I mean, it's exactly like you say, like in public, kind of people didn't want to talk about it. They were like, yeah. oh yeah, I watched the BBC. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing as I'm told. But, you know, off to one side, they were like, yeah, there's some bullshit going on here. Mm. So, you know, there... I think I think that that was the that was the real like test run, like yeah. how how far can we push people? Like yeah. How 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 easy is it to just take a country of seventy million people? Yeah. And just say right, you lot are all going to be yeah, made uh, uh, to do this. And apparently, the answer to that question is all the way. <laughs> um, because that's what was what was going. Isn't on, that next though? With know? this, with this, um, this, we've got the green thing coming now. The green, mm. everything's going to go green. And that that green leaf really freaked me out today. Yeah. Coming down today because I'm like, and why does it? Add? I suppose it's because I'm going to drive slower because I was yeah. insistent. I'm going. I'm going to go down the A1 and I'm going to go at 70 miles an hour. And is that what you're trying to stop me from doing? Because it kept wanting me to go off at every single other junction on the way down the A1. Right. Really? And add another 10 minutes to my journey. Because I would have been on, like, not A, the A1, I would have been on B roads, travelling at, pootling on it, along at 50. So is that because you're I? not contributing, like, Keep, to the pollution yes. on, the, on the motorway That's it. I'm thinking to myself, right. what's going right. on? So instead, I'm just going to drive through this farmer's field and, like, kill his crops. I mean, this is the thing, man. It's like, you know, <laughs> like, like you said, man, it's like, what would you prefer, like, heat or your parents? You know, it's like, it's, it's, man, it's, Dude, it scares me, man, like how much there, I mean, I, obviously growing up as a conspiracy theorist, as a, you know, massively overly paranoid acid taking kind of dude, you know, like I was, I thought, well, when I grow up, of course, I'm going to realize that none of this is real. Oh, it's real. It's real. And, and, <laughs> it's, and, it's, and it's here. And it's a combination of George Orwell and Aldous Huxley, like in almost a perfect thing. So you've got like the prison that you're not aware of, of being in, like Aldous yeah. Brave New World. Um, and then you've still got that boot stamping in the face of humanity for eternity, you know? 
Yeah, and, um, and Ben Elton, as we and said. And Ben Elton, yeah, that's right, that's right. But it's if this, it's this double speak thing. Version. Yeah, it's this double speak thing where like love equals hate and hate equals love, and do you know what I mean? Like where we've got that going on at the moment. You know, what I mean, when telling the truth is a hate is a hate crime. I mean, how much more Orwellian do you want? Yeah, but I, but I mean, so many people don't seem to even notice or care. Yeah, like so many people that I speak to, they're kind of they just metaphorically or literally just shrug their shoulders like yeah, yeah you know it's kind of it is what it, it is yeah. I don't, and I don't know whether it is that that some people um, have had different experiences and, and therefore they look at things different ways or whatever or I can't tell whether it's that or there's just literally like how I defined it you know before when the when the um, all the lockdown, everything was happening, was like that. There's like a subset of people who are assholes, mm. like myself, who are like, "Fuck you." Mm. <laughs> yeah, you want me to? You want me to take, take the to take the first exit, the second exit, the third exit? Oh, fuck, fuck you! you. I'm, I'm going to Martin. I'm going to go the way. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is it going to take me longer? Yes. Yeah. Are there roadworks? Yes. Yeah. I'm staying on the A1. <laughs> fuck you. So I don't. I don't know whether it, whether there's. We're just those sort of people that have always been a bit like that. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm guilty of that, you know. Yeah, you know, yeah because sure. I, I, because I kind of see it like my mum's very anti what was going on. Yeah, and my mum is very like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm going <laughs> to do what I want to do. <laughs> and like, you know, most of my friends who were very anti what was, they're the, they're kind of the same. Mm. Yeah, they're like, no, I'm doing what I want to do. Mm. I don't care what you want me to do. I'm not doing it. Yeah. So I don't know whether you... Yeah, but I, I saw some of the most like law-abiding people. Like I've got a mixed group of, you know, people that, that I, I interact with and, you know, some are, are like-minded like myself, others are the exact opposite of me. And I think it's really healthy, you know, for, for individuals to surround themselves with people that are, you know, very different to them. Yeah. Um, and, and also the same as, you know, like it's... it's a, I've been fortunate and blessed really to, to kind of have that. But like... Yeah, my, my immediate family, like my brother and sister, you know, they're, they're kind of, they're very much like, you know, law abiding, you know, we do what we need to do kind of people. And um, yeah, they were like, no, screw this, man. <laughs> you know? That's what I like to hear. I don't like to hear the other way around. No, no. And that's what I found is like so many people were, were like that. And that's what this showed, I think, is, um, I, I think, and you know, like in answer to what you were talking about, like why is there so much kind of apathy? It's like, I think a lot of people don't know what the truth is. Um, you know, um, I, I know people like that. They're like, Nadim, don't talk to me about politics because how do you know? I don't want to talk, you know, I don't want you to talk to me about conspiracy theories because how do you know? You know, I don't, and they basically said to me, I don't believe in anything, right? Now that's like, that's crazy. Now mm. I get, I get exactly what they're yeah, talking yeah. about. You know, I can't believe the news. I can't believe what um, what you're showing me on social media. I can't believe YouTube. Um, I can't believe the left. I can't believe the right. I can't believe the up. I can't believe the down. So I'm just not going to believe in anything, and I'm just going to focus on my little thing mm. and just get on. And um, whilst I think you know to a, to a greater degree that is a big solution for that, you mm. know, is is individualism. Mm. Um, in, in its, you know, purest and, and most um, gracious sense of the word, you know, not selfish, I mean. Um, uh, yeah, th whilst that is the kind of solution, like, people don't understand what the truth is anymore. They don't know. Mm. Um, and how would they know? Do you know what I mean? So I think a lot of people, when this stuff came about, they were listening to both sides of the story and couldn't really work out what was going on. And what that looked like is, is apathy, you know, is this kind of inertia. Um, 
And I don't, and of course people like us would have gone, ah, no, no, we're more inclined to go like this way and get a bit more active about it mm -hmm. and a bit more vocal about it. Mm. And actually it kind of bought into a lot of what we've been talking about. I think for, for a lot of guys like us, like, um, you know, it, it, it was the, the prophecy, you know, coming true, right? It was like, oh my gosh, they're actually doing it now. Like, yeah. um, you know, whereas other people hadn't, like, you know, for me, man, some people, like I had to explain, you know, 10 hours of, of stuff, like mm. just to scratch the mm -hmm. surface of what was going on. And of course, there's no time for that. Um, but um, yeah. yeah. If, you, if, you, if you've if you never gone down the rabbit hole yeah. at all, it's hard to even... yeah fathom like right. what is this guy That's talking right. about right. yeah but, but everything so sounds many... like madness yeah, everything doesn't yeah. matter and you can start at the, at the most superficial of levels it just sounds like you're talking crazy yeah. talk and it's like but it's happening in your life yeah yeah and you start breaking it down easily and you start breaking do you think politicians can lie yes okay good right well, <laughs> <laughs> okay that's that's that's, that's box start. number one yeah yeah, yeah 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 do you think the banks are out for themselves yeah okay good like, we, <laughs> yeah. maybe now we can move on to 9-11 yeah we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna we'll meet up again on wednesday next week yeah and exactly we'll, we'll yeah, take another yeah. Little, here's your homework yeah here's your reading assignment yeah. Do you think that a passport can make it for a burning building onto the floor entirely intact? <laughs> yeah, there's a little there's a little meme that just popped up on my Twitter with this gas pipeline now. Mm. It's there's like a a video footage from the Swedish of mm. like under the sea, like all this gas craziness bubbling up. And then there's a little passport, a Russian passport, <laughs> like came in the top and it's like Putin did it. Oh man. Proof that Putin did it. Yeah, crazy times. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I did see, you know, a lot of a lot more people kind of going, yeah, you know what, man, something's rotten in the state of Denmark at the moment. And, you know, maybe we should do something about this, which is, you know, is, is always a good thing. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's a very strange time we live in. But, yeah, we, but I think we live in such a weird place where where anything goes now. Yeah. It's like I, I, the powers that be will do absolutely anything to get to to get those people back. Mm. I, I mean, you know, when you, when you feel like, okay, that one didn't work, mm. but they're going to try something else. It's yeah. going to pull some of those ones that thought something was a bit dodgy because mm. it's going to look real. It's going to seem real. It's going to feel real. There's going to be something that's going to come next. that's going to add a bit of reality to mm. really, you're going to, I mean, it's not only if they've already, people are already losing grandparents and da da da, and they've tried to make mm. that real, but then, then they saw through the scam of that. Mm. Yeah. And now they're going to do something else. Something's going to blow up. He's Someone's going to, something where, 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 fat, you know, something, something like that's going to happen where everyone goes, <gasps> it's got to be aliens. It's got, it's something strange is going to happen where they Project turn around. Blue beam. Blue where we've beam, all got right? to what, come together. What else? Yeah. What, there's, there isn't really anything else that I can think that of. Can shock dinosaurs. Us. Dinosaurs. Godzilla. <laughs> Or aliens, right? Oh, King Kong. Yeah, King Kong. Uh, but he hasn't got no, a building to climb King now. King Kong's not, yeah, he's not, generally speaking, he's not a baddie. Yeah. Godzilla is oh, questionable, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, right. God's, or Mothra or whatever. Yeah. Or aliens. Like, they started already doing a little bit of that. Oh, look, here's some UFO footage from the Navy. It's legit. Like, that's well, that's, that's that today. And, yeah. No, they've been, they've been doing it for the last kind of year. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, actually, you know, we've got this footage and we don't know what this is, not one of ours, da da da, da. Like, all of a sudden, you know, they start yeah. to, what they were fervently denying existed, mm. suddenly they start saying, official video from the US Air Force, here's a Tic Tac. Have you seen that Tic Tac UFO yeah, video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty, yeah. pretty Is that a David crazy. Fravor stuff? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I'm like, okay, here we go, just plant the seed, let it percolate in the background. Yeah. Oh, yeah, bro, 
I heard mm. about that, the Tic Tac, yeah, it's real, mm. amazing. And then we just, off we go again down another bloody... What, what's alarming at the moment is, do you remember there was, I don't know if you, if you guys picked up on this, but there was a, a kind of spate like during the late 90s, coming into like the millennium, where they would just bring out these mad movies and then... Oh, the death movies? No, 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 like... Like, so with The Matrix and then with like Fight Club and oh, okay, do you know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. there'd be these like really exposing kind of movies and then literally, uh, you know, Independence Day, stuff like that. And then literally like a few months later, something very similar to what you've just seen. It, those movies I've mentioned, that's not really what I'm on about. I can't think of a, an example at the moment, but they'd kind of bring them. Oh, like the 2012 thing. Do you know what I mean? They brought out a film called 2012 um, and, and it's like, they kind of bring out a movie and then six months later, um, something extraordinarily similar to that movie will actually happen. Mm. And then you talk about it as like, this is this is like as, as a conspiracy theory. And then people just turn around and go, yeah, man, you just watched that film like too much, man. Do you know what mm. I mean? Like they've stopped doing that. I don't know if you've noticed. There's there's like none of that now. It's all Marvel. films anymore. No, they don't. Yeah. No, no that's It's right. just a remake of a remake of a of a, thing, of a remake yeah. of a remake yeah that's right so that's a bad sign with, 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 and they and they flip and they flip the characters yeah obviously you know because yeah. you know you can't have black mermaids obviously no that's right that's right we really got oh dear oh, yeah my, i don't know whether we whether i talked about it before but top gun i love top that's, gun that's, so much yeah. and but even that I think it was supposed to come out in 2019. Two years old, isn't it? Right. It was. It was supposed yeah, to yeah. come out just just like 1920. You know, when the beginning of COVID happened, yeah, so yeah. they kind of canned it because obviously no one could go to the theater. Yeah. So they must have sort of made it 2017, 18, because mm -hmm. these things take a while. Mm -hmm. And I think even Top Gun, like even the five years later, they they couldn't make that now. They're like, where's your disabled pilot? Where's your, yeah, where's your yeah, yeah. pilot? That's right. This, these, the woman has to be a lesbian. Yeah. These, these two. It will help if she's Asian as well. The, yeah. The, <laughs> that's these what I'm two saying, front man. and back pilots have to be having an affair, even though yeah. they're gay, whatever. Like, yeah. even in that five years, it's, yeah. it's deteriorated so badly. Because I, I read some of the reviews for it, and it was like, oh, it's very gung ho and it's very American. I'm like, it's like an action movie. Yeah. It's like, that's I mean, what we yeah, to go and me, see. me and Gosha went and saw it four times. Wow. We went, I went right. and saw it in the, in the uh, yeah, right? I done him, we done even go to the cinema. I'm like, I ain't, go, I ain't paying 20 quid to see honest. a film. I couldn't see it. It's too expensive. I couldn't go. And, uh, but I we went go. and saw it on the 4DX. Have you been to that? No, I haven't. I've been to it. I went to see it. Well, not, I, think yeah, it's I didn't even know there was I've such a had. thing. Yeah. I was like, what, 4DX, what was that? And then, it, and then so I read like a few reviews because I, I said to Gosh, like, I saw the trailer and I was like, we've got to go and see this. And... I was I was looking and it was on IMAX and it was on the 4DX screen, mm. but it said it said you know the 4DX the screens are smaller, but the chairs move and I was like oh I don't know IMAX 4DX and I was like let's go to the 4DX one because yeah. we we haven't been before. The screen is massive. The screen <laughs> is like as it's not IMAX size, but it's like it's big enough. Ninety percent <laughs> as big, right? Yeah. It's so big, you know. You, you sit there, you can't really see the edges. But the seats are like, I mean, the you, you said you went, it's, it's, it's like, it's like <laughs> it's an Orton Towers thing. Oh, wow. It is, it was so good. I was, as soon as we, as soon as it finished, I was like, 
we've got to come and see it again. She was like, yeah. <laughs> so we were like, okay, who who else will want to see it? Let's You're call gonna our friends. You're going to make me watch it, man. You're going to make me watch it. Do you know, I, I, I watched, um, and I, I can't believe I'd never seen this before, and I don't know what film it is, but have you heard Quentin Tarantino talk about what, what Top Gun's really about? Yes, the... the yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah is it Val Kilmer and uh, the... the yeah, yeah, on yeah, how, yeah, how it's actually a story about um, a repressed homosexuality yes. yeah, 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 and yeah. how she's wearing, like, even wearing the clothes, yeah. like, to be, oh, man. And, and, <laughs> and then when you look at the last scene, it's like, I'm going to ride your tail forever yeah, yeah, or something yeah. like that. And I mean, it, it, it is... ruined it for me, man. I was like, I'm not going to go and see it, man. Yeah, no, but it, it's, it's literally like the first film again, mm. but with up to date, like, next generation planes, next generation cameras, yeah, yeah, next yeah. generation actors. Yeah. Next generation, same score, but with slightly better production values. Mm. Like it's literally just the same movie, but brought yeah, up yeah. to date. Mm. But it's, I mean, and, and I'm, I'm kind of curious to watch it when it, because it comes out on DVD, whatever, Blu-ray at the end of October. Mm. I'm curious to watch it just on a TV oh, to mm -hmm. see whether it, I don't think Where it would it be anywhere near as good. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it is literally. I think on it's those a big things. screen movie. It's a bit. It, it is made to be shown. But on on those moving chairs, it. I mean, they throw you around, <laughs> and and it's. They'll um, be banned soon. I was I was kind of thinking like it says like I, you you got to be like under a certain weight under yeah. a certain age because they yeah. they do throw you. Can you around. imagine it, man? You can't people, have that kind be, of list of things. There'll be people going to like a four DX yeah, movie I, and and they'll I'm sit offended. in one of those chairs and then they'll complain about being triggered from when they were like at a amusement <laughs> park or something. It's like, man. Yeah, so that's well, that's another reason why we went four times. I was like, right, yeah, while they're showing it, I'm going. Well, it's there, yeah, yeah. yeah for the health and safety, shut it down. Yeah, it's like. Um, <laughs> I don't know. How, how old are you? You're younger than us. I'm 28. Oh, you're way younger. So you I'm probably 44, don't... 44, man. Oh, you're 44. <laughs> but the fact that you didn't know that is a great... <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, That's a great compliment. But Thank did, you. When you were little, did they have the witch's hat in the playgrounds or it was already Yeah, gone? no, they had the witch's hat the thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like a big... It was like a circular cone. It was a cone. Yeah, it was, it was like, like a... Yeah. It was like a non-moving circular saw that could kill kids. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And you just played on it for like yeah, yeah. three hours, like, <laughs> bang, yeah. bang, yeah. We had those huge, enormous metal slides that like would cause you third-degree burns if you yeah. went down them now. Yeah, we had all of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, well, I, I'm that old. I remember um, when all of that foam stuff got put in the Yeah, in I, the was already, I was already going to 7-Eleven for a oh, turkey enough. and ham sandwich and <laughs> yeah, a yeah, yeah. can of cider by the time they got rid of the... <laughs> <laughs> Which is that? Yeah, yeah, I mean everything, everything kind of getting sanitized, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cotton wool, the cotton wool society. So one thing that I did want to talk to you about, which we were, we were probably we were going to talk about, and then we end up not talking about, mm. was the voice. Oh man, yeah, Ooh. yeah. Just to like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. you because you kind of you kind of. Uh, <laughs> You kind of intimated a little bit. There was some interesting yeah. stuff. Oh, you want me to expose the voice yeah, for, tell for me. all their work? Because yeah. I, I don't even, I mean, the thing is, like, I don't watch TV at all. And I certainly, yeah. I don't really watch talent shows. Although I have to say my guilty pleasure, and I must have watched it a hundred times, is Susan Boyle singing Les Mis. Oh, wow. I love that. I love that video. I don't think I've, even, <laughs> I don't think I've seen that. I, I, it's 
if, just, I'm going to watch it as soon as we're out of here. Yeah, yeah. just as a, just as a, like a, just as a sort of... Because um, I can do that, by the way, because I can think freely, like for myself. And if someone makes a suggestion yeah. to me, I'm not scared to go and watch it. Like <laughs> it's, I'll, it's someone can say it to me and I will watch it because I don't have a political agenda. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's, a, pop, it's a pop culture <laughs> moment, but on like a human level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is like because I've I've seen Les Mis a few times and okay. we went and saw it recently and then as soon as we went to see it because Gosha hadn't seen it in the theatre mm, mm. we went and saw it again and it's like you know just hearing people sing like that mm. you know live in front yeah, of you it's it's like makes your hairs on your neck stand up yeah sure but then I was like I need to go and watch the Susan Boyle version like straight <laughs> away because it's with Piers Morgan matey okay. and um, I don't know one of oh, these yeah, he northern. Was a judge, wasn't he? Yeah women someone's wife or Cheryl Cole or whoever I can't mm. remember it was and and obviously Simon Cowell and Ant and Deck you know so <laughs> it's really like that kind of like exploitation TV yeah, yeah, like yeah. let's just get most of these people going to just come out and embarrass themselves and like we're all going to laugh at them and that's mm. and these guys are making money but she comes out she looks like a dog's dinner mm. She's completely like random and herky-jerky and robot. And then she sings like the song from Les Mis. Yeah. And it's like, watch it. Watch it. It's, it's really, it's really amazing. It. Yeah. But so that's, that's like my only, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my only experience well, it's, it's of talent shows. It's interesting. I've like, literally can, seen nothing else. I can kind of lead into that from, from what you said, because that whole concept of, oh, they're going to bring, oh, sorry, they're going to bring people out. Um, and then, you know, and they're going to make a fool of themselves. Yeah. Like, I mean, obviously that's entirely staged. I don't think that's like old news um, because um, there's three or four stages before you even get into a, into like <clears throat> a studio with an audience. Um, so for me, like I, I queued up and there's about 30,000 people in this place in Manchester. Like it was in a hotel in Manchester and um, it was brutal, man. It was like, you're just sort of sitting there waiting and, I didn't realise, I thought I was going to go out and there's going to be the four coaches with their chairs and stuff like that. And it's like, no, 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 you're just wheeled into like a little side room, 10 at a time. Um, I was put into a line and there was a little, some random person came in from the production team and they was like, yeah, um, so basically um, we're going to ask you to sing like just like 10, 20 seconds of a vocal, like a verse and a chorus or whatever. And then... Um, We'll make a decision right here and now. And um, we're sure that you're all amazing singers, um, but we are looking for something like very specific today. So if you don't get through, please don't be offended. It's nothing to do with your talent. It's just that you're not what we're looking for. So I was like maybe, I don't know, seventh in line or something like that, yeah. this line of like 10 people. And I'm watching like vocal artists, man, like before me, do you know what I mean? That are doing flips and tricks and trills and stuff like that. And I'm like, I'm still going in on just like my raw talent. I've never had vocal coaching before in my life, right? So I sing Stevie Wonder's very superstitious. I thought, crap it, I've got, I've got nothing to lose. I might as well just belt this out. And they said, yeah, yeah, cool. We want this person, this person and the dean to stay like you're, you're through. And I was like, what? So that was it. And then you basically get given this letter sent home and it's an invite back to another production um, kind of audition thing. Um, and during that time, I was sent like 50 songs that I had to choose, like three up-tempo songs, three mid-tempo, three low-tempo songs. And then one song that wasn't on the list that I might have wanted. Uh, and then out of all of those songs, which one would be my favourite song to sing kind of thing. So they give you a list of songs that they, they kind of want you to sing. Um, and um, yeah, you just kind of pick some, send it over to them. 
and then they basically tell you what song you're singing. Um, no, that's a racket. Yeah, man. That's just yeah. that's just the copyright racket there. Right? So of course it is. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I hadn't even. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and if you go back and check, like exactly who they I mean, probably they know all the songwriters. Of course, they man. know all. The, they know all that. They know which um, record company all those songs belong to. Exactly. They know where the money's going. Yeah. And you signed a contract that says your yeah. two million hits don't get you paid. Don't get you nothing. No, exactly that. So, <laughs> so when I, that's the that's another interesting thing actually. So the first time I go for this like uh, production uh, interview audition type thing. Um, is um, yeah, the first thing they do is like I'm, I'm just you're like a rabbit in the headlights, man. I mean, I just didn't know what to expect, I didn't know what was going on around me. There was just all these like people there, and even in the BBC studios and stuff, it's like really weird. And um, the first thing they did is like, right, you bring your ID with you. So I gave them some ID, and they said, Oh, have you bought your pound coin with you as well? And I'm like, Yeah, so you give them one pound coin, right? And that's the contract, You've and of course. It has to be the contract because in any form of contract, there has to be a financial interchange, right? So they literally, I paid one pound, right? So they don't even give you the pound. Oh, no, 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 no. I paid one pound, paid one pound, oh, right? So because there's the financial um, uh, arrangement, right? Um, or, did, or did they give me one pound? Excuse me, sorry. They that's the other way around. They, they gave me one pound. That's it. It was that way around. So they give you a pound coin. Um, yeah, and that's their financial obligation done Whoa. with, right? Yeah. It sounds proper like, you know, like these kind of little short um, YouTube videos and it turns out like it's the devil and you just kind of feels <laughs> yeah. like that, right? <laughs> no, 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 really. Did, did you need some money for coffee? Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's the bus fare home, your, mate. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're out. You're right, man. You're selling your soul, man. And like, yeah. that's kind of where it went. And then... Um, uh, so I, I kind of got through. Now, I went for the very first episode of The Voice. I went for the first series of The Voice. It had just come out. Um, and at the time, I was 11 months sober. Um, and I sailed through like the next sort of lot of production, um, what I call production auditions. I can't remember what I actually called them, but you're basically you're sitting in the bigger room this time. It's not like a box room in the hotel. Yeah. There's a bigger room with a mic set up and stuff. And then you, you sing the audition song that they've chosen for you. And then, um, yeah, they write to you and let you know whether you're through that stage. Um, and just after that, I got my blind audition date. So it's like, right, you've been selected to actually go for the blind auditions uh, where you're in front of the coaches and it's going to be on this date. And I was living in Leeds at the time. So I'd arranged to come and stay with this guy in London and like hang out together and stuff. And um, li they literally phoned me on, on the morning uh, of my audition um, and said, um, have you got a DBS, like a, a you know, the, I think Security it was called something check. else. Yeah, 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 CRB, I think CRB it was called check. back then. Um, and I was like, no, you didn't ask me for that. Otherwise, I would have got one. They said, yeah, we need one from you. So what we're going to do, if it's all right with you, we've still got time. Like, we, we're going to meet up with you now. So they sent a, a taxi over to where I was. They said, we're going to go to Paddington Green um, Station and we're going to fast track like a, D, uh, a CRB check for you because you're going to need one to go through. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, none of this was like, Tom. Anyway, that afternoon... Um, I was due on for this blind audition like in the in the evening. That afternoon, I get sent to the BBC studios. I was waiting around. I saw all the contestants that were on the first episode. So uh, Tyler James, who was like Amy Winehouse's uh, best mate, um, like childhood friend and stuff. I was chatting with him and all the other contestants that were kind of on there. Um, but then I get brought into um, this BBC producer's um, office and uh, they said, the team have noticed that um, on your thing that you've said that you're 11 months sober. And I'm like, yeah. Um, they were like, 
what we're actually going to do is we're going to fast track you to the next show. So you're not going to have your blind audition um, this year. We're going to fast track you through to the next show because we want you to come back a little bit more sober. <laughs> so the BBC just absolutely <laughs> crapped their pants, right? At the fact that here I was, right? And and I think something had happened on some Ant and Dex show like prior to that where someone had got onto a TV show and won a load of money and it turns out they were a convicted criminal or something. I can't remember, but something like that, but... So yeah, I didn't get fast tracked to the next year, um, and um, yeah, um, same kind of dealio. Um, and then you, I kind of got through, got on the blind auditions. But before that, you have like a ton of vocal coaching, um, which was great for me. That was the best thing that I got out of it. Um, yeah, and the blind audition was the blind audition, and I. I so that's of, the, that was the televised. Yeah, you're thing. kind of there in the studio. It's all pre pre recorded, so it's not live um, at all. So normally they record it about three months before it airs. Right. Um, so that was mad, like knowing that I was going to be yeah. on TV and having to sit with that for like yeah, you can't. Three months. You have yeah. signed something, so you can't. Talk yeah, you, about yeah, it you're non, oh, you signed up to the hilt, man. You know, and, but oh, right, non disclosures. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Well, the other thing is we had to vote on a legal team. Um, once I got, that's it. Once I got through the blind auditions, we then had to vote on which legal team was going to represent us, which I think is a good thing because they. BBC didn't want to just impose their own set of lawyers on us, I guess. Yeah, they give you a choice of yeah. their own or, two or three, sets of, three of them. Yeah, their own yeah. <laughs> right, right. But what's mad? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, four of them. Yeah, you could exactly. choose one from yeah. column A, one See from column B. See how easy it is, man. I'm so gullible, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Here's these four different, <laughs> different <laughs> <laughs> legal teams. Yeah. We well, were, um, they got the same phone number. Don't ask stupid questions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's even, but do you know what? Like when you're in it, like yeah, it's so yeah, hard yeah, to see yeah, it, man. Yeah. It's like, but yeah. So then I got to meet everybody else, and the guy that I was battling against. Um, sorry if you're listening to this, Carl, but you know that's how it is. But um, I didn't realise I was going to be battling against him at the time. But just saw this dude there in the leather jacket, and I was like, "You look just as out of water and as like kind of cool as as I feel." Like, mm -hmm. so I had a chat with him, and he was telling me how he's had a nightmare. He said, "Oh gosh, I'm having to do all this legal stuff again," and you know, he's, um, he said because I've just had a legal thing where I've had to get out of my contract. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, oh, I'm, I'm signed to Universal, like I'm a signed artist. And um, they've, they've had to like pause my record contract, um, but keep my management contract in order for me to go on the show. And I was like, wait, so you've got a record deal? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, that's what, what you're you, here for. What are you doing on here, man? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I've got a record deal because I didn't know like what yeah, these yeah. shows are about, right? Yeah. Um, same with kind of Tyler James as well, like, um, which I'll come on to in a, in a minute. But um, yeah, I went through to the battle um, and lo and behold, like they put me and this guy together. So again, like the production team are watching like how people are getting on, like what's happening. And I get chosen on, on Team Danny. And um, I guess me and Cole, like we did have very similar kind of voices, different in lots of ways, mm -hmm. but we were both kind of emotional, I guess. Um, and we also both had like a bit of a backstory as well. So that's the other thing is they just interviewed me and said, look, we want you to just talk to you about your life. Mm -hmm. So I did. And then they kind of pick and choose like what they're going to go with, right? So yeah. I might have wanted to talk about the fact that I'm actually like a recovered addict, yeah? Mm -hmm. um, but they really focused on the fact that, and, and I would never have said, that I was an addict because my mum died. Mm. Like that wasn't it, but they really sort of emphasized that they kind of made it up. Mm. Like in, in the, in the footage, they were like, Oh yeah. Ever since his mum passed away, like he started to, and they got me saying that and they edit it all together to make this kind of narrative. It's mad. Um, but yeah, when I, when I went through the, through to the battle, there was this 
uh, something was off, man, because there was two sets of um, recording blocks for the actual, for the battle. Um, it's where you have to like sing against this other guy and whoever, you know, loses, um, goes out and whoever, yeah, that's how they whittle it down to the finalists. But on this particular um, season, they were going to do what they did in America, which is where the coaches have a steal function. So if they've got like two steals, I think. So if anyone um, from another team goes out, the coach has got an opportunity to steal that person. Right. So when I realized that, I said to Carl, I said, bro, we've got this on lock. And he's like, what do you mean? I said, I know exactly how this is going to go, right? Now, this is basically way before, like, we had maybe three weeks before we were even in front of the cameras when I called it. Um, I said, I know this is going to go. I said, um, Danny's going to choose me. And he was like, F off, man. Like, what are you saying? And I was like, no, no, hear me out. Danny's going to choose me. And Will I Am is going to steal you, right? Because I only had one person turn for me. That was Danny. Will's going to steal you because you had four people turn for you, right? I said, but we're all good, man. We're going through to the next thing, both of us, right? And I was confident yeah. in that. I was like, I knew that's how, it, just an instinct. Do you know what I mean? I was like, I can I can call this. Mm. So anyway, we get to the actual day of the battle and um, there's two recording blocks and we're supposed to be last on the first recording block. Right. Um, and then they switch it, right? Which is kind of in, I think it was like in the morning, afternoon time. And then they're like, really sorry guys, we're going to move you to like the second in the next recording block. And I'm like, cool. I remember feeling so annoyed because they kept on coming in and switching when we were going on. Or oh, you're going on next. Actually, no, you're not. You're going to stay back for another two. Hours. Do you know what I mean? And I was like, would you stop coming and telling me like what's going on? Like we're literally crapping our pants back there. Yeah. Like about to go and do this really, you know, the, perform really mad in performance and really big you know thing for me man and um so i remember feeling that and uh gets to like one guy before me and um then they come out at will i am had like one steal left so i'm, I'm kind of looking at carl i'm like it's still good man it's still good and then they come out and they go oh yeah will i am's used his last steal that's it now so whoever loses like is going home and i'm like oh man i'm going home now because I knew that he was going to, like, I, I kind of wanted to knock him out, do you know what I mean? And and, and I, I kind of felt like I did have a better voice than him um, in many ways. Like, he was probably more technically better than I was, but I think I had more, you know, raw talent, I mm -hmm. guess, which I was hoping they were going to see. And they'd already made up their minds, like, what was going to happen. And, uh, um, yeah, so I got to it, and, of course, I lost the, the battle. Um, and Danny turns around to Will, and he's like, what are you doing, man? He said, you're supposed to use one of your, save one of your steals for one of my guys. And I was like, you see, you see. So I don't know whether, you know, I don't want to get into the details of it because it just makes me sound, sound like a sore loser. Do you know what I mean? But it was just really interesting how that whole thing was kind of orchestrated. And maybe they just decided, you know what, man, this guy's like in recovery, like he's okay. Because Danny said, he said, like, I, I, I didn't know. Will was like, why did you do that, man? And he's like, I didn't know how good he was until, um, until tonight. But they're supposed to be basing their decision mm. on, on that thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, you didn't see Cole around the table. Like, Cole was, like, way better then. But, you know, and I was, I was like, man, this is just such a fix, dude, you know? like Yeah, you think, really, they're just sort of selecting, you know, like, literally a tall one, a short one, and yeah. one with this yeah. story, one with that story, just yeah. to keep people engaged. Right, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, you know? 
But the thing is, like, Carl had, uh, Carl was, like, going through a bit of a slump. Um, he'd released a load of stuff um, and he hadn't gone that well. So he was, like, he was openly said to me, man, he said, like, I'm using this as a platform, you know, for my record. My record company wants me to go on this show and use this as a platform to kind of kickstart what I'm doing. Mm. Um, and then he went and became a, a songwriter pretty much. Now, nothing happened to him, like, straight away, but with Tyler James, like... Yeah, he was really clear with me, man. He was like, dude, since Amy died, like I've just been in my room, like drinking vodka. And, you know, this is, it's been a real hard time for me. I've been a recluse. Um, and I've got an album like waiting to launch. And um, my record company said like, this show's come out. We're going to get you on it. Um, we're going to launch your album through this, through this show. Mm. Uh, and that's exactly what happened. I mm. think he already had the album. Uh, was it the track with Kano? Yeah. Uh, track with Kano sort of done straight away. And yeah. So it's like, People were saying to me, like, would you ever go back onto those shows? And I'm like, we, yeah, maybe, but only if I've got a record deal and mm. already, and, <laughs> and, I've, and I've got, uh, you know, a whole load of material that, that they're waiting to use that as a platform to release with, you know? Would you, do you think it would be feasible to um, put an album together independently yourself and then go on and, and promote? Yeah. Do you think that would still would work? Yeah, absolutely. And I advise anyone that is listening to this that's thinking about going on The Voice, like make sure you've got that done. Like make sure you've got a body of work. But even if you've just got like your own YouTube videos, even if yeah. you've just got stuff. I mean, yeah. I, lo I looked at what was going on on my YouTube and they were talking to me, um, the production team and stuff. They were like, listen, can you get in contact with the people that have put these like Mickey Mouse videos of you up like, and tell, ask them to take them down because it's going to actually really hurt like your social media presence like when you're, when you're on there. And so I was... I advise that man it's just get your stuff together like mm. you know get a, a body of work together if you are going to go on one of those shows because as soon as it blows up man and it blew up man mm. I mean like my, my socials just went through the roof yeah um, I was getting like I'm, <laughs> I remember doing like a, an open mic like at Ronnie Scott's yeah. and um at the time, I was like famous in Stevenage, right? <laughs> but but nowhere, I didn't know I was like anywhere else. Like I was on papers and stuff, but I didn't realize anyone would recognize me. And we was going over to Ronnie Scott's and I remember saying to my friend at the time, uh, he said, you, you're going to get noticed over here, man. Like you're, you're ready for that in London. I was like, I'm not going to get noticed in London, bruv. No one knows me in London. Like what are you talking about? Like it's just a little show thing that's come out. Like yeah, this yeah. is nothing. I'm, I'm not famous here. And um we parked up just outside Ronnie Scott's and his cop car drives past um, and uh, winds down, asks us to wind down the window and he's like, oh man, like we load of black and brown guys like in the car. He's like, oh, okay, we're getting sweated here. And he winds down the window and he goes, are you that bloke off the voice, mate? <laughs> I'm like, no way. Like I made it in London. Like someone's yeah. recognised me. But yeah, it, it blew up, man. So, you know, if you are going to go on one of those shows, like prepare for it um, mm. and make sure you've got a load of stuff ready to launch because that's what I wished I'd have done um, because I then spent the next full year really just absolutely slogging my guts out, trying to get signed, mm. you know, phoned up where I was like, where we're going to put the band yeah, back yeah. together, bro. Get had a band back yeah, together. I had a bunch of like really cool session guys that was working on and I was exhausted, man, throughout that entire thing. Like, because... Once you've had like that that platform, mm. it's like now the pressure's on. Mm. Like now I've got to get an agent. Now I've got to get the deal. Like it didn't happen. Nothing happens from the show, man. Like you, mm. I mean, I don't know what anyone else's experience is like from from this. Be interesting to hear it. But 
like for me it was like they just drop you like well yeah I've, I've worked a lot of people have come through the studio that have been on the on been on shows like that and so and they've been on the television part so mm. they've obviously been through this production part that you've been talking about and yeah. and sung to people in an empty room and yeah. done all of that before and they made it to tv and then they've come to me and they've once they've done some recordings and um songs and the same kind of similar experiences um, some of them, not all the voice, some of them were what, the ones, what's the one on the X Factor? Or B X Factor, BGT. Or, BGT I've had yeah. one from there. Um, I've had vocal vocalists from there and, and a lot of them say the similar things. Mm. You know, there's this whole, you can tell that someone's manipulating it. Yep. There's 10,000 souls turn up and someone is definitely standing there with a marionette. Yeah, yeah. And they're listening to stories, they're watching the stories, they're filtering it because they're right. making, at the end of the day, they're making a programme that they want to sell to the masses mm. and they yeah. want them all watching it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And idiots so, sell shows, man. Like, yeah. that's, I mean, I went through like a few X Factor auditions and, um, or Britain's Got Talent auditions as as well and just wasn't getting through and I, my mate Gary like he was so frustrated he's he was always been rooting for me you know what I mean he's like oh, you, I can't believe you're not famous like with a voice like that like you should be all that stuff and um he kind of like went with me to a few of these auditions and he was just baffled as to how like I never got through and one one time I was literally going to come back and pretend to be a really awful Michael Jackson impersonator <laughs> because I was like that's probably the best chance I've got at getting on one of these shows because they must purpose like so all those guys that you see that turn up on the show and they come through that curtain mm. and then they turn up and they flop, yeah. like that's not a surprise. Yeah. They know because they've been through three or four. Like I went for the first Pop Idol as well um, for that audition and um, Rick Waller was on there. I don't know if anyone remembers that. I remember, I remember the name. Remember that part. Oh, the no, name, the name familiar. is familiar. He was like a really overweight guy. Yes. Amazing yeah, yeah, yeah. voice, yeah, but really yeah, overweight, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, I remember. So I was this was same, a long time ago. Yeah, a yeah. long time ago, man. Like I was on the same auditions as he was and um, I remember, I distinctly remember having a cigarette with him outside and he was in tears and I was like, bro, what's up, man? And he's like, I'm just going to have to accept that I'm too fat, you know, to, to be honest. I was like, really, man? And he's like, yeah, they, they just, they just, they, they don't want me on. Like I've, I've failed the audition. And I was like, oh man. And he always stuck out to me because I was like, oh, poor guy, you know? Um, and then turn on the TV and the show and he's on. So at some point they must have called him back <laughs> and gone, he must have had that phone call, like gone, you know, oh, what, you've changed your mind. Like, I'm on. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, they're like looking through the list like, hey, yeah, we haven't got a fat person. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about that? What was that? Rob, Rick, Rick, Rick. Yeah. Call Rick. Yeah. Did he sing? I don't know, but yeah. he was fat. Bring him on. Yeah, Bring yeah, he on. was fat. Right. And so, man, the whole thing is like, I mean, certainly down to that part of it, you know. But and I can imagine as it, as the future goes on, it will be. You'll you'll hear these backstories and you'll be like, mm. you know, she was a gay lesbian. She used to be a man when she was this. She's oh, turned yeah. into a... Do you yeah, I mean? Because yeah. that's what they're looking for now yeah. because it's that woke shit that they're going to be trying to push. And it's like, yeah, yeah, that she had a sex change last year. But so so she sings a baritone, but she really is a soprano. <laughs> do you know I mean? Right, it's, like, it's all right, that... Right. Do you know I mean? It's like, yeah, so you'd be just, just like... <laughs> it's just getting ridiculous Yeah, now, somebody's... You know? Somebody's probably going to do, you know, have you seen that um, Tom Hardy, Charles Bronson movie? Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, when he plays. Yeah, Someone's yeah, yeah. probably going <laughs> to. They're going to sing both halves of the duet, right? Yeah, I mean, it's going to happen. I mean, yeah. look, I mean, I was, I was told because um, uh, I was really hunting like record labels and management agents. I just wanted someone to look after me. Do you know what I mean? I was like, I know there's agents out there. I know there's management companies. Like, why is nobody messaging me because that's what they said to me they were like look because uh, I said to them what do I do from now like I'm mm. off the show like what happens now mm. like you've been they were actually really nice like a lot of the team mm. were really genuine mm. and really seemed like they cared mm -hmm. like they actually mm -hmm. 
like the production team, the minions, I guess. Um, but then, yeah, um, I, they said, look, just go home, take a few days. You know, obviously there was three months before the show aired. So I had like three months to kind of sit and wait for this stuff to happen, mm. um, which was mad, man. It was like knowing that you're going to be like twice on TV. And yeah, it's so in, in that time, in that three months, did yeah. you start to try to no. get the ball rolling? No, no you just because waited. no one knew, even if I had, they'd be like, oh, I'm going to be on The Voice. People would have been like, yeah, see you later, mate. Mm. You know, so I had to wait for it to air. And then they, they basically advised me, just keep watching your socials. Like something will happen. Someone will get in contact with you through social media and just go for it. And mm. just nobody did. Mm. Um, about a year after, like I spoke to um, a few management companies and some record labels that were like, yeah, no, um, we don't touch anyone that's been on those shows. So if you want to do well with us, I suggest completely disassociating yourself from from the voice. So there's a video on YouTube um, with our band at the time, Where Where We Stand, um, song called Rothfine, um, with like Carlos Hercules yeah, yeah, yeah. and Daryl Stone and stuff. And it was a really cool little project that we did. Um, and that was my attempt at getting completely away. If it wasn't even under my name, like mm. you can't find it under my name because that was what I was, you know, coached to do. Just get away from it. So just a complete waste of time, really. You know, you, you, you back to that thing, like my advice to any musician that's, that knows they've got a talent and that they can write and that they just get in a garage, man, you mm. know, just. Well, my, adv my advice would be learn the business. Yeah, you're right. Because right. it is a business. Mm. That's right. And there is a way through it. Um, you learn the business and you operate as a business yourself mm -hmm. and then you can make money because at the end of the day, we were talking about this just yeah, now, right. Peace Express for me, right. it's, about make, it's about stacking their money now. Mm. But it's, <laughs> yeah. it's very difficult though because I think the more, I mean, certainly for me, the more of a, like a creative um, headspace I'm in, mm. the less you can sort of be business minded because mm. you, oh, you're kind of making like opposite decisions. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the example that, that I use a lot is like, if you look at the way uh, movies are made, you got a director and you got a producer mm. and the producer's job is to spend as little money as possible. Yeah. And the director's job is to spend as, as much, much money as money possible. possible. That's right. Yeah. That, that's literally, so this guy <laughs> yeah. is just like, I want to do this shot with the camera that costs a million pounds yeah. a day and the producer's like, we're doing it on the phone. Yeah, yeah, right. And then, I think, you know, to, you know, so getting started in that way in terms of learning the business but being creative yeah. is incredibly difficult. You, you're literally kind of almost it, it pulling yourself yeah, but in the direction. There's a moment, directions. right? I mean, you have to be both, right? I mean, you can probably attest it. I yeah. know you can attest yeah, this, yeah. man. It's like, when you're, you've got to find that hat, right? It's like when you're when you're when you're in that creative space, then you've got a you know. There's feed. no time for business when no, you're in the no creative space, and you can't be thinking like, oh, let me write this track because of the money. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's like I think always stay with that creative flow when you're being creative, and never make it about the money, never make it about the business. But as soon as like you're happy with it, it's in the can, it's ready yeah. to go. It's like right, cool business hat on now because mm. there's my product. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. So if, would you do a, a talent show with your violin? No. No. <laughs> no? No, um, no, just from the point... I've been laughing so much, I wanted to leave the room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just from the... I mean, A, you've got this story here, and it's like... And I think... Yeah. Have, what, had you, have you, had you ever thought about it? The funny thing is, I have played a violin on a talent show once, um, but it was, do you remember, I don't know if you remember, it was like um, years ago, Channel, 
Channel 4, Orange, Orange Phone. I saw you on something. It was, I, can um, un, un, I can't even remember what it was called, but it was like, it was way better. Some blonde chick and there was like Lethal Bizzle. Okay. Um, I, but it wasn't me. It was a hip hop artist, and and uh, and basically one week they said, right, okay, we want you to do this show with none of your band or none of your backing tracks. I want it's an acoustic number. So he phoned me up. I've known Pirelli. He's a rapper, excellent rapper. Right, phoned me up. Um, said I've got to do this. Can you turn up? And so it was just me, him, and a violin. My violin, him rapping, and it was and the the bass player from Oasis. No, was it Blur? Blurs I'm always sure I saw it was it. orange un something, I can't remember what it was called, but yeah. Oh, and it had one hip hop, yeah. all the rest were rockers, all the rest were rock bands, you know, yeah. young rock bands. Yeah. And there was this whole thing about him because he was he was doing he's doing very well. He was doing very well and like and he and we did a good set. Was it just unsigned? And it was well, something orange, orange unsigned. unsigned. Yeah, yeah, I know what you that, mean. It was just, that, that was it. And um, so he, he got me along and but they called us he called him back and I did I think I did two shows with him that time. But um, that it's like for me, he was that was he was the um, the victim, as it were. Right. I was just the the hired help. Yeah, yeah. Did they give you a pound or no? But no, they no. I had no, no contract pound. signings, but they they sorted me out. You so missed that's out, all there, right. mate. Yeah. <laughs> Got by your own. Uh, can't even buy a coffee, right? Yeah. Your own happy. No, mate, I don't. No, I don't think. Pin. I don't think they're for me. I don't think the talent show things are for me. I think, like you say, if you've got something that you're trying to plug. Like, you know, I've got lots of friends that like maybe work on cruise ships and play instruments or do that kind of thing. Or they've got their own, little, they've got a show that they make. And mm -hmm. if you saw yourself on that and your socials whacked up, you'd probably end up with a few more gigs and da da da. And like, you know, you could probably headline a cruise ship or whatever it is. But I'm mm. not a cruise ship player. I'm not that nah. kind of guy. I'm, you know, yeah. my music is, I just work from a studio and gig jazz gigs when I fancy it, you know. Mm. So, and are, you, are you doing anything at the moment? You got I turn up to like, I, at the moment? I'm writing in the studio quite a lot, and like you know, I've, I've got a, a publisher, so I just like, so I just written, and they just send stuff, or I just send stuff back back and forth, and just uh, see what goes down, really. So do you, do you bring people into the studio to record occasionally tracks? Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, but it's the stuff that they want to do. Um, the latest thing I've just I've just done this like little signature for some you know um an artist and, like it's just a kind of a little two second job so it's just, it depends on what it is mm. you know they've got it's just a doodle for their for their signature yeah and, and so in, in fact the the music for this podcast is oh, yours yes, right is yeah. your track absolutely yeah what's it called uh, they all pretend they all pretend yeah yes when did you do that gosh that was that's ages ago i think that that track is, must be about five or six maybe more years old i don't know yeah i like it i think i think it fits it's the hip-hop number fits the show well yeah and it fits the I, I don't know i probably haven't even sent you the link yet but it fits the white basement same same kind of vibe yeah so small world so um what about you guys social medias do you want to do you want to yeah. give some uh Give some links out. I don't actually. I mean, for, so yours you're is not, probably going to be quicker, isn't it? I don't even <laughs> yeah. do social media. No, no, seriously, I don't. I'm like, I've got Facebook that I I switch my Facebook off four time, four days a week. Yeah. I, I, I don't actually, even. I don't go on Facebook. I take it anymore. off my phone yeah. because because it really is. It it's a poison pill, isn't it? Yeah. You stick that's, it there. That's why that I came F off Facebook. on your phone, yeah. right? Yeah. Have you ever seen? Have you ever found yourself going? I'm switching Facebook off. And then literally 30 seconds later, why am I still fucking scrolling? Yeah, You've actually yeah, switched it off. Man. And then I, for some strange reason, it. you're back there again. Yeah, and I'm just yeah. there again. I'm like, yeah. I, I remember switching this off. And here I am again, scrolling at a dumb shit. No, I, I literally like, deleted it. Because I, I, I was getting into like those flame wars, 
like almost with myself. Yeah. Like, that's stupid. <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, it yeah. is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. I was like, this is so unproductive. I, I yeah. quit for a year and came back to it, and it's a different whole different show well right? now with like, all this other yeah. bullshit it's just yeah but with the with the way that they do it through the reels so like even facebook like the whole is like a tiktok meme, yeah yeah meme. they're right. trying to cross everything can, over in there. there's no bottom to that no bottom to them reels <laughs> man you just keep scrolling yeah, no, keep, I, scroll, I, I, I keep scrolling, scrolling, and I, scrolling scrolling but what's that what's that famous <laughs> thing if if um if you don't you're, you're, you're if you don't know who the the yeah. what things are aimed at you're the product yeah, yeah. Right, right right so you know we're sitting there doing that and people are earning money shout out social dilemma we are literally earning people royalties every if you sat there for half an hour yeah. scrolling everything that flashes up and starts speaking you're certain someone else a royalty yeah. you're in, yeah. and, they're, and they're making money from it it's just a self-perpetuating money-making that that social hit. dilemma that's why i got rid of it yeah after well, i watched like, that and i yeah. really didn't want it i was like oh i can't get rid of it and i was like no i'm getting rid of it and then it's like two seconds after i deleted it i was like oh that's better it really does. Yeah. It's, it feels oh, like that for four yeah. days a week. I'm so like my, that. My, 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 I, I should leave of, off. I was kind of aware of a lot. I mean, I think Social Dilemma definitely did a great job at actually exposing, like, to, to and going into the mechanics of exactly yeah. how they've done it. Like, yeah. it was all stuff that we kind of knew was going yeah, on, but yeah. it was great to have that, you yeah, know, Yeah, an actual like, engineer explain. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, neural, neural linguistic stuff. And yeah, like, oh, so much stuff, man. Um, even down to, like, the, I don't know if you remember, but the whole Flat Earth thing, I bought into that Flat Earth thing, <laughs> like, like it was my own thought, right? And I had people around me going like, yeah, I see what you're saying. It was a great thought experiment, but like, I don't actually think it's is real. It, is it right? flat or is it round? Dude, it, I don't know, but it's totally, <laughs> but it's definitely not flat. Like, <laughs> you know, I mean, what is it? I've, is it yeah, no, I, I really don't let, believe it is. Let me ask you, let me, because I'm, I'm still a little bit, I, I can't, I don't know. I, I'm, no, it's I'm, flat. It's, uh, it's, sorry, it's, it's, it's a spinning it's ball, man. Cool. Okay, but let me ask you a question. But I, but I have to say, just before you do, yeah. like, I did, I was a complete and total <laughs> flat okay, earth so until then, I watched Social Dilemma. All right, but, but, but then this one, just this is one that I still can't yeah. kind of get my head around. All the others I can kind of make arguments for and against. Yeah. The sun comes up, it doesn't, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Can a large body of water yeah. be curved? Is the top of an Olympic swimming pool slightly round or is it flat? No, it's, yeah, but there's an expert. There's, I've seen... So what happened when I stopped being a flat earther is like, you and it was a decision. All the stuff. No, no, not, 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 not that I forgot all of it, but I then went and watched all of the stuff that was debunking it, and right. I was like, oh yeah. So what I suggest is go and watch all the stuff that from the real like mathematicians and scientists that can explain it all. Because like, yeah, I now know that it's like. Listen, dude, I remember that whole thing came to me through a guy called um, Math Powerland. I don't yes. know if you remember him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Math Powerland, right? right yeah. Now, the, the first thing I ever saw on Flat Earth was him doing almost like a Dennis Leary style stand-up show yeah. with in, in a dusky room yeah, sort of yeah, thing, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, if you remember back to what he's saying, yeah, he was saying, um, if I come up with the slogan like blah, blah, blue, blue, right, and I push that out, onto social media, you better hope I don't have the budget for it. Otherwise, I'm going to have all you MFers saying blah, blah, blue, blue, right? Right. He was letting us know back then. If they've got the money. That if you've got the money, you can basically make anyone think what they think. He, I know that now. When I watch The Social Dilemma, when they talk about yeah, it in there, yeah, they're yeah. like, you know, we can push agendas. We can push anything down the fit. And I was like, man, that dude, there was always something off with him. Like, I remember that like, this that sensation of like yeah. you're a little bit too sarky. Like I don't. This is 
and that photo or painting thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just photos, it's paintings. It's yeah, yeah, photos, yeah. It's the, with the Photoshop of the yeah. earth and all and that. And I was totally happy to believe his credentials that he was a NASA artist and he was hired to um, to yeah. create the composites. Yeah. Completely, 100% happy to just take that off of a YouTube video that yeah, I've only yeah, just yeah, seen yeah. just because he was speaking into the conspiratorial narrative that I so wanted to. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. I didn't do any fact-checking on him. Do you know what I mean? I still yeah. have him. Yeah. But it's like, so yeah, man, I, I just, you know what, man, like I'd, and the whole thing for me as well is it brought into um, that ancient kind of Christian thing as well. Like where if you look at what it says in the Bible about how, you know, there's a firmament and then the, the waters above, waters below and all that stuff. So I was like, oh yeah, man, like back then we did think there was flat, but no, mate, like I'm just... I'm just, a baller. Look, whatever it is, I'm baller. not a flat earther. Like, whatever, I don't care anymore. I think is what the point of it is. And I had so many people around me yeah. going like, why do you care? And I was like, what do you mean, why do I care? Like, why do you, you not care? Know? Why do you not care? <laughs> like, they're telling us that it's flat, man. Like, they're telling us that it's flat. They're telling us that it's round because they're trying to hide space and all this stuff, you know? <laughs> and I was getting really into it. But then I was like, man, I actually, yeah, why would it matter? Well, but I tell you that the explanation of why it would matter not, not you know whether whether you take it as as a point of interest or not mm. is that if you if we take the spinning ball in flying through space the universe we can't comprehend how big it is yeah, etc yeah there's probably an, another million civilizations etc 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 then we are just like a random we came from dust and it's just yeah. chance and it's happened so many times we just the universe is so big yeah. Whereas if you take the flat earth with the firmament, it's just us. we're at the center of the universe right. made yeah. by God yeah, yeah. for some purpose. Yeah. And so the, the argument on the bigger scale was that this is again designed to by the, the church or the powers that be over the last 100 years, 200 years or whatever, mm -hmm. to distance us from God, Great. divine yeah, creation, yeah. You have a soul. There's yeah. a heaven. There's a it hell. Was, yeah, no, no. It was. It was. It that was. was the, that was evidence, the argument, wasn't it? it? That that it must be creative. If there isn't that, yeah, that then was, it must be created. Yeah. Whereas if you make up the billions and trillions and millions, no, I remember it, man. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I know, yeah. man. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, the, yeah, I don't know. Like I, like as we're talking about it now, I could probably sit here and talk to like <laughs> yeah, yeah, a, a flat earther because I'm, be I'm, like, yeah, I'm, man, I'm like, trying to get on it. He might be coming down tomorrow. Hopefully, I don't know whether you ever watched Allegedly Dave. Yeah, yeah, he's coming on. Well, I, I've been emailing him. Yeah, Allegedly Dave. Allegedly um, Dave. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully he's coming tomorrow. But I'm waiting yeah. to see whether he's here because I wanted to talk to him about that. But also I wanted to talk to him about common law. Well, I was going to say because previously, guy. before he was allegedly Dave the Flat Earther, he was free man on the land, Dave, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wanted to talk to him about that because one one of my friends, a couple that I know, they're at the moment going through a process. I was going to ask about that. How's it going? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and until until they get through it, I don't know. But they're 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 going through the process at the moment of. Um, doing like this thing where you get rid of your straw man. I, I don't, I, I haven't, I've never looked at it fully enough, but mm. as far as I understand it, when you're born, they create like a facsimile. Yeah, of the you, legal your fiction. Births, yeah, yeah, legal yeah. fiction, all That's of that. Right. And they're, they're at the moment going through the process of getting out of their mortgage, all their credit card debt, Mm. By going through this common law pathway of saying that this is all like uh, yeah. illegal and a hoax and you can't do it because it was against a corporate body, which I am not, mm. etc. So 
she said to me, it takes about two years to get through it mm -hmm. and they're a year into it. So I'm always kind of like, oh, I don't know, man. It's, it sounds good. Well, you've, but got to, you've got to be prepared. I, I mean, I've, I've gone down that whole, like, I don't even say rabbit hole because it's like, it's there. Like it's, um, and I've gone down that whole thing and you have to be entirely prepared to live off the land on grid. It's very, off grid. It's very, 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 very difficult to, um, you, it's one of those things, it's all or nothing. That's how it seems. It's all or nothing, yeah. man. A bit like, too extreme for me. You got to, I mean, like you're literally going to come off of everything. Rescind your driver's license. Yeah. Um, disassociate yourself with anything to do with the um, Dominusia Maxima that is the, which is like basically capital letters yeah. on your, um, on anything that it is official yeah um yeah um, exercise your right to travel on the uh, public highway using uh, there's a special word you've got to use for it instead you know but and you've also got to be ready for arrest and you've got to be prepared to be put in because i'm telling you now man like and i think it, it was i think it was dave that, that did, did a video and like it, it was great educationally like how to speak to police and i do still speak to police that way like mm. if i get pulled over and i know that i've done nothing wrong the first thing i do is i wind down the window and say do you mind asking me why you pulled me over officer because mm. i'll take control straight away mm. and then they'll say to me can you give us your driver's license and i'll be like am i obliged to do that um, and they'd be like, yes, you are under section da, 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 da. And I'm like, but what offence have I committed? Um, and I've done it in central London, much to my wife's complete dismay because we were on the way to a restaurant at the time. <laughs> to the police charity <laughs> event. Yeah, to yeah. Sing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to sing, yeah. Yeah, it didn't go down too well. And man, the guy was like, dude, you're absolutely... Now, now this was different because this was like London police. Is it Metropolitan Police? Yeah, Metropolitan I can't remember. Yeah. The, 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 the ones that are in the city oh, the of city. London. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah. That's a, a whole other country. Oh, that's a different man. place. I know it is. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. another country. So he, but madly, he was like, everything you're saying is completely right, completely accurate. He said, um, what I do need to give you is this producer, like to go to the thing and just prove your insurance and stuff like that. But as long as you're happy to do that, he said, then I'm going to take this like no further. He said, because what you've said is actually correct. Do you know what I mean? So that was like mm. mad. Mm. Um, and even my wife said, yeah, no, he did. He did kind of, you know, concede to the fact that he didn't have any power to ask for joinder, you know, between the mm. legal fiction mm. Mm. and the natural person in front of you, mm. you know. Um, so let me know how, how that goes on with that. I mean, the only person that I've ever known that's had any great success with terms like things like paying off their mortgage um, is a South African guy. And I forget his, num uh, his name now. He was part of the um, Ubuntu movement, right. which was a South African free man on the land movement. Yeah. Um, and he was successfully paying off his mortgages with um, uh, with promissory notes that he created. So Sounds this wasn't good. like, I'm going to get around the whole loophole legal thing. Once you've got the 25 thing. acres, yeah, yeah. do it afterwards. Yeah. So he was basically there. creating promissory notes in the terms and conditions, but they turned up at his house and collected it on that day of the month. Um, and they were being accepted. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. he wrote he wrote wrote three or four for like twenty five grand each or something like that, and they were they were eventually accepted. Like, like what the Bank of England does. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It is some money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Print. So yeah, yeah. I think mean, important. I'm just not sure how much utility there is in it, man. Like I, I, I've, I went down that as well, and I just it just ends up in arrest, bro. Mm. Like mm. most cops, if you if you you know, and, and again, it's all or nothing. Like yeah. there's no point in still having your driver's license and trying to exercise yeah. free man on the land. There's a whole process beforehand. You've got to disassociate yourself from the whole thing. And then once you've done that and 
they've had you in a cell for 24 hours and realized that they can't keep you for any longer, mm. then yes, you are a free man on the land. Mm. But so many people that I see doing it, um, they've still got a mobile phone and Facebook yeah. and Twitter yeah, 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 and a driver's yeah. license and a bank anything, account. Right? Yeah. yeah, it's like you can't have it both ways, man. You're either going to be part of the system. You have to be fully out. Yeah. And I don't know any other person that's done it where they're not fully out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that was that that's that was kind of my my um But I think there isn't the, the problem is is because of the way society's moving forward, being fully out, it's almost impossible to be fully out. Yeah, because if you run if you're running a self employed situation, you needs you can you need to meet people or do you mean so you haven't you can't make yeah. an, you can't make business. I you mean can't. I mean it, it is it is really um the same as the matrix, right? Mm. You know, I know that, that I'm just like... I know this beef is yeah. Yeah. not real. Yeah. But it tastes so good. Yeah. So good you know, it's yeah. like literally, do you want to be eating the porridge in yeah. the ship and, with and those many guys? 1984. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it gives, it's like, fucking hell, I fought, I fought, I'm tired. Yeah, yeah. Bollocks. Enough. Dude, yeah. I got there, man. I got there this year. Like, I remember this whole thing with the energy increases and, like, my wife's gone to me... Um, She's like, I don't know what to do. Like, it's going to double, it's going to triple. And uh, I remember, I remember, I vocalized it. I said, there is no point fighting this. Yeah. They're mm. bigger than us. We're going to have to work harder. We're going to have to pay for it. And yeah. I remember hearing myself like say it, and I was like, where's the fifteen-year-old Nadine yeah. like, with a padlock <laughs> round his neck that was throwing half bricks? Do you know what I mean? But like, yeah, of course they grind you down, man. But I was saying to Will earlier, what I'd be really interested in in kind of listening to more, and I am interested in this, is learning how to become a corporation yourself. Mm. Like, um, I've just started up my own business. The first thing I'm going to do is change that from sole trader into limited company mm -hmm. because of the benefits that I've got um, in terms of tax breaks, like yeah. what I can write off, yeah, like yeah. all of that stuff. And then as soon as I've grown it to a point where okay there's a few employees now is to get into partnership with somebody and start your own corporation mm. because then you can yes you've got like a corporate tax to pay but then you use the loopholes do you know what I mean that are in the tax uh, system to, to 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 get away with so much not you know not paying so much mm. and then buy assets man yeah. like buy assets that make you money and then use the assets to pay the corporation do you see what I mean yeah like yeah, that's yeah. what I'm mainly mainly interested in now um is is how to play them at their own game. Um, yeah, beautiful. Drop my socials, by the way. As yeah, well. <laughs> drop <laughs> them, yeah. Drop all That's your links. Started, yeah, all my links. So it's um, it's Nadim. What is it now? It's Nadim Lee official. Uh, that's N-A-D-E-E. -E. We'll probably have to put this in because I've got a weirdly spelt name. Nadim Lee official, um, and I'm on Instagram, um, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, I do have TikTok but I won't go on it. I've launched some stuff on there. Um, I, I did some stuff with um, a bunch of guys called the Base City Rollers. Um, yeah, man. And so um, we're, 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 looking for, we're looking for that to kind of, to go somewhere. So um, yeah. Cool. So that's, is that stuff on that's Insta on, and all that? That's on TikTok can... and it's on Insta and stuff, yeah. All right, yeah. nice. So Nadim Shameless Lee official. Plug. See that? Base uh, City Roller, that's what you're here for. Yeah. Base City Roller. Well, yeah, yeah Willow Lane Music, that's all I am. I just I just operate under Willow Lane Music and I don't think I've got any socials. I've so like Monday to Thursday, you'll be on Facebook? Yeah, yeah Monday to Thursday, I'm around Facebook. Um, yeah, I do have things like Instagram that generally you can find me under Willow Lane or something. I just keep, I try to keep my same, my usual name unless I'm acting under a pseudonym, which I do often. You do that. Uh -huh. you do I do, do often. Yeah. Um, will, will, I am. No. <laughs> no, it's will I fight? Will, so, I, yeah. will I am not? <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, just um, basically, yeah, that I can be found in most Richard. places, but it's like, yeah. Nice. Yeah. And we're White Basement Pod on Instagram and Jason White Basement on Instagram. And the podcast is on Spotify now, it's on Amazon Music. Nice. So uh, hopefully, it will, well, actually, it's probably unlikely to get on iTunes, right? Because they manually review it. They're like, no way we're putting we're this guy on. Yeah, yeah. But maybe, maybe it will get on iTunes. But at the moment, Spotify is probably the easiest platform. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, follow us on Instagram, Jason White Basement and uh, White Basement Pod, and uh, share it, man. Share the shit out of it. We need to get some traction. We need to get it out there, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, get in touch if you want to come on. If you've got something interesting to say, if you think people need to hear what you uh, what you have to offer, get in touch and come on, and uh, we catch you next time.